The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. Good morning from the SWBC Mortgage Studio at the Star in Frisco. Yes. Rob Phillips joined by Patrick No C Walker. No C. Isaiah IRS yes. Standback. Ramon. And an empty chair across the way <laughs> Blank from man. me. Blank man. That will be filled <laughs> at some point by one Kyle. G five. Hollow man. <laughs> It's Hollow Man it's across Hollow the man. way. Here. If you guys have never seen Blank Man, it's a must. Go back and watch Blank Man. Damon, Damon Wayne's, Wayne's Damon. classic. Legendary. Never saw that. No. Was that, was that during his like? This is run this is like, in the yeah, early nineties. Early nineties. Yeah. Okay. This yeah. was this was spinning off of the the uh, the heat from In Living Color. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Hey G five. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Last Boy Scout for like the fir- during training camp for like the first time in thirty what? years. Yeah. That's, that, that's an old. That's an old. That's an old. That was a goodie. Yeah, I gotta go back Coco. and watch what? that. Yeah, that was part of his run. Slipping. A movie I haven't seen. Slipping. What is this madness? You haven't seen slipping. that one? I have not. Okay, we'll talk. And we'll talk offline. We'll talk, about it. we'll talk offline. And it's, good, a, man. and it's a football movie in a way, right? Yeah. It, yeah, it kind of is. He's a former it's quarterback. Football action movie turned private detective. Teaming up with Bruce Willis. I mean, what more could you want? Yeah. Classic '90s stuff. You know what? We're about 50 hours away from game time. Exciting. Yes, we are. Exciting. No, is my math right? No, my math's wrong. We're about we're 72 hours about away 72. from game time. We're about 10 hours I'm away. There's a 10 hours from yeah, 10 NFL hours football. From NFL. Week yeah, one. I'm excited, though. Week hey, one. Hey, Oh, there he There's is. Blank man. Hollow man, you got to go. Yo, man. Blank man. Hey, guys. <laughs> Sorry, man. You got to go, Hollow man. Get out of here. But that, was, that, was, that was the fastest radio hit I've ever seen. You just told us right before we went on that you were waiting to go on the air. Yeah, I was about to go on the air with him. And No, oh. that's, our, that's our guy, Sergio, actually. He's Sergio. up in New York. So I was doing the radio call. And he was like, he even at the end of the radio call, he's like, you got a couple more minutes. I want to go through the defense. I was like, I can't do that. Sorry, guys. So just getting up there. The well, only thing that you missed was my bad math. I'm, I'm so excited about the game this week. Dude, I've I got thought we terrible were, math, too. I'm like, we're like, what were we, 72 yeah, hours right now? quantum leaped yeah. forward. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> I definitely fast-forwarded <laughs> yeah, at least one day. Jumped a whole day. My math was definitely off. I it's getting close. Cowboys Bucks. Get, we're itching for it. Getting close. We're itching for it. Oh, man. You okay? I am. I'm good. i got to catch my footing for a split second. <laughs> Kyle, are you excited about this weekend? Absolutely. I've got a lot going on, and, uh, I mean, the fact that we're back. You're getting older. There's a lot of shit. Yeah, there's a lot of going on. <laughs> yeah. Planning a wedding. It's like I'm, I'm, I'm 25 years old. I'm 25 years old. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of crap going there's on. A lot, of, a lot of stuff going on. But, yeah, yeah, we've got big-time game on the horizon, and we're going to preview the Cowboys offense versus that Tampa Bay defense. And, I think is it safe to say that this this game is going to be decided by the defenses, who who whichever defense plays better, more consistently. I'd say yes. Um, considering both teams have 
issues on the offensive line. I think it's going to come down to who can pressure the opposing quarterback, who can be more disruptive in that capacity, who can stop the the other team's run game more consistently, more efficiently. I, I do think it's going to come down to which defense is the better defense. Yeah, absolutely. I disagree. Ooh, no, I'm coming in hot. Coming in coming hot. In hot. <laughs> coming in hot. I think it's going to be whoever has the most established run game. I truly believe that. Both offensive lines have a lot of question marks, right? So this kind of plays in, in tune to what you're saying. But I think whichever offensive line is able to gain confidence on the ground, it will allow their opposing offenses to actually throw the ball, right? Uh, because Dak dropping back 40 times is just not what you want, right? Mm. But if Dak drops back 25 times, that means that you're doing a heck of a job on the ground game, and that means that Kellen Moore can get in his bag a little bit, okay? It might be a satchel. It might be one of those little sling bags. I'm not sure what's really hot right now. but Like in Hangover, man purse? Exactly, man purse. That's a thing now. Yeah. That's a thing now. They've got like those like, purses. That's what I'm saying. That's a thing. Uh, like, it's like a satchel. Dude, I don't even know what He started it, it. I think that's where it started. It originated it's, from. It started with Hangover. Absolutely. So I, I think <laughs> Dallas running the ball – 25, 30 times, right? Tossing that thing around 25 times. That's their um, formula for success. And, and on the opposite side, if you allow Fournette to freaking get off and get warmed up and Giovanni Bernard to get some doggone little screenplays and things of that nature, then you're going to be in a world of trouppers. That's the one you well. keep mentioning, Giovanni. He's, he's a sleeper, dude. Don't sleep on him. I know a lot of people are like, oh, you know, he's been around the league. He's done a lot. He is a TB12 guy. So he, I know this guy and I know what he likes. Mm. He's going to utilize the crap out of him if he's allowed to. He also made plays in Cincy. So, I mean, he, he, could, yeah. he's yeah, a dude. He did. He's a dude. I think both both you guys are talking about 180s from last year. C. Because I'm with no – no, I'm with no C. <laughs> the, it's, it's, it's kind of turned on its head from last year in terms that there are fewer questions about the Cowboys' defense this time around. And you could say that about the Bucks' defense as well. There's more questions right now about the Bucks' offense than their defense, I think. Uh, at least when you're talking about the front seven for the Bucks, Offensive line's a question mark on both sides. The two teams last year in this 31-29 meeting that the Bucks won combined for 112 rushing yards between the two of them. I mean, everybody talked about it. The Cowboys didn't run the ball, didn't want to run the ball, 60 yards. Tampa Bay had 52 rushing yards in that game. So yep. if that's the case, if it slants towards that, yeah. it would be a completely different type of game than it was last, last year. Well, let, let me ask you a question, Isaiah. Yes, sir. Um, Granted, you don't want Dak, hypothetically speaking, dropping back 40 times in this game against mm. this defense, mm. right? But what if he dropped back, let's say, 35, but a, a sizable portion of those were to affect positive, positively affect the run game as far as quick outs, bubble screens, those quasi Staying in the flats. Exactly, those types of things. Spreading it out a little bit. I think that would be an effective game plan against this this Tampa Bay defense, especially being that you have a guy like Vita Vea up front and you have questions on your interior defensive line. You want to try to combat that that potential interior pressure. Mm -hmm. You do that with your quick outs and, you know, kind of leaning more toward the West Coast style of offense. So in that case, because not all pass attempts are created equal, as we can all agree. Mm -hmm. So 40 attempts doesn't necessarily mean no, he drops back sure. for 40 for sure. deep passes. It could be 25 and 10, and, yeah. you know, the 10 could be There's a lot of pow, minute pow, pow, pow. details that go right, into right. that. But when you're facing a defense that is built like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, those outward, outward going routes, swing routes, quick outs, those aren't going to be your bread and butter simply because of the fact these guys run sideline to sideline so well. This is not the team you want to go sideline to sideline with. It's just not. These guys are built different at the second level. Our linebackers are solid. Their linebackers are fast as all get out.
It's just not the I wouldn't approach. I would go after Dallas's defense like that, trying to get to the outside because they necessarily don't have all that speed at the second level aside from Mark, from Micah, right? So you're allowed. Anthony Brown is super fast. No, I'm, talk, I'm talking yeah. about the second level, not not the not the cornerback. Talking about linebackers. Goes back to what you said a couple of days ago yeah. about okay. linebackers so, covering. So we, I thought you meant so like secondary. No, no. My so, bad. So think about Dallas. Dallas runs a typical four three defense most mm-hmm. of the time. Now he can mix it up and do whatever he wants to because of the personnel that he has um, in his bag. So. These guys run a 4-3 defense. 4-3 covers up most of your defense, your offensive linemen. You have three linebackers sitting inside a little box, right? So their sideline space is a lot more plentiful depending on what the coverage is. If these guys are in row coverage in terms of the cornerbacks, then obviously you have to deal with that. When you start thinking about a 3-4 defense, now all of a sudden you have three guys taking up five offensive linemen. There's, there's, there's literal lanes up to the second level, up to those linebackers that are smaller linebackers, mm-hmm. but they're fast as, as Micah. These guys, I mean, just call it what it is. These guys are 4-3, four, 4-4 four, four linebackers. So the last thing you want to do is try to outrun these guys to the sideline because not everybody has Tony Pollard's speed, right? So you want to ensure – Turpin does. Turpin does. But I mean, but what's the reality of him getting a lot of offensive snaps? Now, you might get a change-up with him. I don't know, but yeah. you're, you're going to see You might see game. two – he might get two game. snaps on offense. One where he doesn't do anything and then and one then where exactly. he's handed the So you might, get, he might get two, three max, right? Las Vegas, let's see what you guys say on that. But – I think that this is a team that you want to go downhill on. And that's why I say Dallas's most effective game plan is to, to run the ball and, and build some confidence with their left tackle, right? Build some confidence with their left tackle in, um, in Tyler Smith and allow him to feel like a dog. Let him get that confidence that he had back from college. Don't send him out there with a bunch of question marks and automatically come out there and start dropping back and say, oh, by the way, when Vita Vea decides to line up at defensive end like he did last year. Mm. Now, all of a sudden, we need you to sit back with your bad pad level and, 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 and hunker down. You know, they, they, didn't, they didn't try to run the ball in this game last year, though. They, they, no. Because they loaded up – Tampa loaded up against them. I think people forget Zach Martin did not play in that game. He had COVID. That was probably a factor in why they didn't. But when you have Vita Vey in, in that middle of that front and you're loading up the box – they didn't try to do that. To Pat's point, though, they did try some of that bubble stuff to the outside. I mean, I think Tony Pollard had four catches for 29 yards. They did some of that flare stuff, trying to attack the edges. They just went after him outside. They, they said, yep. look, uh, I think Whitehead got hurt in that game or was hurt. Sean Murphy Bunton got hurt in that game, and they just said, we trust our guys with our top receivers. Yep. It's a different receiving core this year. Exactly. Yep. But, you know – and, and and to some degree, it's a different defensive line for Tampa. They don't have Indomitian right. yeah, Sue. They don't. Right. They don't have Jason Pierre-Paul. Now, Keem Hicks is a stud, but maybe there are more opportunities to run in this game. Now, how much does it factor in? Kind of going back to Pat's point about the attacking the outside and and having these screen plays. Could that help your young wide receiving core get their footing? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's I, going to help build confidence. I think early on, that's a great idea. It's going to help. Build it's confidence. going to. It may not look like it's going to gain yardage, and it may not look like it's going to help you out a ton. But I think it would set up things for the but future. That, that's uh, the the point being to yours is that those types of plays. If you can get yak after that, fantastic. If that particular receiver or target can break it for the home run, fantastic. But more than anything, that's about helping to move the chains. But more primarily, it's about building confidence Mm -hmm. with those young receivers and also the chess match of setting up the big play down the field later in the game. Because now what you're doing is you're you're – 
getting Devin White to think more up front as opposed to what might be coming, you know, uh, over the top or something like that. So I think Kellen Moore is going to need to employ a good bit of misdirection in this game to keep Devin White, that linebacker core that is speedy and is quick and is fast and can play side to side. I think you need to keep them off balance as much as possible and then start challenging Use that to challenge that secondary because the secondary, while they command respect, you talk about the guys like Sean Murphy Bunting and, and some of those others, there's no one in that secondary that is terrifying that you point at and you say that's a guy you can't throw toward, that's a guy you can't um, you know, make an attempt at. The, most, the team high last year in interceptions was three. For the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, they're not a big takeaway They're not team. a big takeaway team. They can be disruptive because they had guys with 11 pass breakups, 9 pass breakups, 8 pass breakups. They can get their hand on the ball, but they don't take the ball away. So if you're Dak Prescott, knowing that this is a team that isn't efficient at taking the ball away in the air, take your shots, take your chances, but set those up appropriately. And while doing in doing so, you can probably build confidence in these young receivers outside of CeeDee Lamb. Well, I'm curious, though, just from a f- schematic standpoint, we've talked about how Tampa loaded up to stop the run last year. Well, we saw what Denver did midseason last year where we're going to have lighter boxes, but we're going to flood passing lanes and we're going to, we're going to make you try to figure out, you know, where to go. Our team's going to, is Tampa, who's more of a blitzing team, Todd Bowles, we know he loves to, but is he going to do what he loves to do? Or are they, are we going to see more of what we saw last year? So to that point, right, kind of addressing both of the points you guys just made, I don't disagree with you that I believe that screen plays and, and, and quick hitters will allow not only the young guys and Turpin and some of these other guys some opportunities to get the ball in their hand, TP, get the ball in his hands, high precision pass, you know, quick little outlet, let him try to get some yak yardage. There's definitely some valid points to that. More importantly, the reason why you want to take that approach if you're going to use that as a changeup is because you want those defensive linemen popping their head up like deer. You want them popping their head up instead of coming at you downhill. you rather those guys come off the ball and raise up and see where the heck is the ball going instead of just being locked and loaded on coming at Dak the entire time. That's more important yeah. than even the young guys getting confidence. They're both, they're both important, but more importantly, you need those defensive linemen playing a tenth of a second slower than they typically would. Not able to pin their ears exactly. back and get after Dak. Hmm. Plenty of questions around how the defense for Tampa Bay is going to handle this Cowboys offense. But I have questions around the Cowboys offense and how they're going to handle the Tampa Bay defense as well. So when we come back, I want to flip it a little bit. Let's talk about what the Cowboys can do matchup-wise to allow themselves to be successful outside of maybe the screen plays and maybe – Maybe let's talk about scheming up the run and how uh, we can get to the ground. When we come back with more Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company right after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. 
Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. <laughs> and if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem. Like me. Not available in every state based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back to Talking Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. If you're one of the biggest Dallas Cowboys fans, and you are in the state of Texas, not even just the DFW area, head to AT&T Stadium this Saturday, September 10th, to experience Rally Day, presented by SeatGeek. Get ready to cheer on your Dallas Cowboys with tours of AT&T Stadium, taking giveaways, games, inflatables, and more. Visit attstadium.com slash rallydays for tickets and for more information. Big time day. It's basically like a big pep rally. But then you get tours, you get tickets, you so get all sorts of stuff. All the fun. Really sounds like a cool event. So go ahead and check it out. Missy Elliott's song, Pep Rally. It's a really good song. You want to sing it for us? No. Right now? No, I don't want any more jobs. Mm. Recording studio <laughs> might become calling. You, you oh. just don't <laughs> once, once they find out you can hit certain you notes. You just don't have the, the wherewithal, the bandwidth. Ooh, ooh, ooh. America's got talent. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh God. Oh, Oh, goodness. All right. Oh, man. We didn't hit it at the beginning because I was late, so Come on, shame Ray on J. me. That's $10 in the, Come on, the, Ray J. the pot. That, Making me host for the first time since like 2017. <laughs> yeah. it's, been, it's been a while. You killed it. I'm sure you were great. I'm sure it was Knocked fantastic. It right I mean, putting up with Mickey uh, is, woo. Oh, yeah. Give Knocked me a gold right star for that. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, let's do well, news and notes. Well, you could talk to Mickey. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you right, can Chris. always talk to Mickey. Um, now, news and notes. Yeah. First injury report of the season's out. Yeah, pretty clean one if you're not counting Tyron Smith and, and James Washington, who are on IR. If we're talking about the active roster, there's only two guys on there for the Cowboys. Jordan Lewis, we talked about him yesterday. It sounds like he's trending towards playing with that hamstring as long as the rest of the week goes well. Um, no C talk to him yesterday. Sound like he's doing well. He did. He said uh, he's not experiencing any more soreness than would be normal coming off of a soft tissue injury. He said he, he feels really good. He said progress continues to be made. Um, I asked him directly. I said, well, how are you looking for Sunday? He said, looks great. So, like you said, Rob, as long as there's no setback today, I mean, tomorrow's just a walkthrough for the most part. As long as there's no setback the rest of the week, I expect Jordan Lewis to be on the field. That's outstanding. Yep. 
Kelvin, so, J- Kelvin Joseph not even on the injury report. He's with past, a concussion. He's past protocol, so no concerns there. What's wrong with your face, Isaiah? Whoa. Oh, I was born like this. I, um, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I like, I don't like it. You don't like what? Jay Lou's report. I don't like it. There's no more soreness than what you can typically expect from a soft tissue injury. That that's my framing, not his. Oh, that's yours. That's my okay. framing. Okay. Yeah. His, his, his quote okay. is feels great. Yep. Okay. That's his quote. Good. Okay. So good. All right. I honestly I asked him the same thing and that he said the same. Yeah. Okay. He was like, I, I feel great. And I was okay. like, so week one? Yeah. And he was like, Yeah. 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 Like, okay. yeah. Good. Yeah. He feels really, really good about it. Good. So good. Yeah. <laughs> so don't don't expand <laughs> upon my framing. <laughs> Yeah. Here, the final thing I said. I expect okay. right. Jordan to be on the field. Oh, I mean, there's a lot of people that play injured. Oh, fair enough. But he did. He did literally yeah. say he feels good. great. Good. Yeah. That's good to hear. So, yeah. okay, one one more. Yes, you got? Michael Gallup practiced yesterday. What? Yes, he did on a limited limited, limited basis in individuals only. Ran some what the receiver b- routes with the receivers <laughs> taking steps. It's his first practice. I went back and looked. It's his first practice since January first. Before he tore his ACL against Arizona, so don't look for him in Week One. Okay, it's one limited practice. They're going, yeah, they're going to ramp him up here, and you know, with the goal of him being back sometime in September, I would think that's why he's not on pup, so he doesn't miss four games here. Um, But that's great news. And uh, if we're quickly looking at Tampa's injury report, Russell Gage was limited. Godwin was a Mm. full participant. Mm -hmm. Isn't that interesting? Mm. Um, Tristan Wirfs, right tackle, was limited. So uh, they got guys trending towards playing. Looks that's, like. But that's interesting, though, that Godwin's back. We were talking yesterday. Already, but he was wearing a no-contact orange jersey. So we were, back, still, we were still he's, talking he's about it. back. Yeah. Yeah. Air quotes. quotes. Yeah. And the fact that, like, we we were expecting him. It's like, oh, yeah, we don't know if he's even going to play. And then he's like, oh, full participant. Yeah, you're right. He was wearing the jersey. But don't hit him. Can't hit him. But, I mean. Come on now. Like, if he's a full participant on Tuesday. I think based on this injury report, it's, it's the safe bet is he will play. But it doesn't take away from the concern of what he will be. Because it, 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 it harkens back to a lot of people's concern about when Michael Gallup returns to the field, right? Mm-hmm. You're returning from a torn ACL. How quickly or how long will it take that particular player to ramp up and become, you know, get back to prime form? Same, same question applies to, you know, Chris Godwin. Yeah, right? pitch count so, maybe. You're right, pitch count. So if he is able to play in week one, I mean, we're three days ahead of week one and you still can't touch him, right? The Cowboys are going to try to bang him around, right? Because that's football, number one. But they're going to try to test him out, see, you know, where his mental is at. Because mentally, as we spoke about regarding Michael Gallup, Chris Godwin's going to have the same mental hurdles that he has to overcome as well. So, so challenge him. Let me ask this question then. If Michael Gallup were put in a situation out there where we were using red jerseys for wide receivers, Cowboys haven't done that in God knows how long, but if he were to wear a red jersey, would he be a quote-unquote full participant in practice? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't realistic, I don't, right? I don't, yeah, if you're calling it like a glorified walk, yeah, I don't then, yeah. call that a full. Uh, you know, no, it's not transaction. I mean, as far as the transaction. So how does it? I mean, so sure, kind of proving Pat's point. Yeah. I mean, that just means that it just because he's a full participant doesn't mean he's going to be able to go. But you also can't overlook him either. No, I mean, he's yeah, Chris yeah, Godwin. Yeah, so no. it would hard to, be hard to imagine to see him out there for sixty plays for the Bucks. Yeah, and this is with me having no knowledge of his really his progress <laughs> and his being injury. as explosive as we've seen him. Pre-injury, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, game yeah. game air, as Isaiah can tell you, that that's that's a thing, right? So, 
getting out there and trying to find your your game, you know, the lungs, the capacity, the the stamina. To Rob's point, sixty snaps. I don't, I don't see it. Yeah. I don't. I don't see it. So you know, is is there a chance he'll be out there? Sure. Will he be prime? <laughs> no, I, I I highly doubt it. And that might be the case for MG when he comes back too. Same. Yeah, you know, he's That's back, what I mean. but like he's they, not playing every you know, snap. This, the, you know, these teams are so eerily similar in a lot of their strengths and, and concerns going into the 2022 season. It's it's Facts. kind of it's kind of weird, but interesting. And that's why uh, I don't necessarily subscribe to the Cowboys being a definitive underdog in this game. I mean, the Bucks have areas that you can exploit, and their areas are similar to that of the Cowboys. It's just a matter – it's going to come down to execution. And I, I know the – TB 12-ness and the greatness, I know, I know. But I'm, I'm leaning on the, you know, the Dan Quinn greatness. And um, it's going to come down to execution for me. Isaiah, and, you're like like face-palming, like slow-motion face-palming. I just don't think people understand how much it takes to come back from ACL. I, I agree. I just, I just don't, I don't think people fully comprehend that. So, yeah, yeah so you might be able to run routes. I think routes. we're talking about that, That's what we're No, no, no. I'm just talking about just people in general. Oh, not okay. you guys in particular. Yeah. I'm talking about just in general. So, like, yeah, the full – practice versus not full practice whatever but even i want people's expectations to be set i guess let's talk about gallup even when gallup comes back i, I was very surprised as much faith and, and trust as i have in Britt brown and jim and all those guys over there i'm very surprised he didn't get on pup i'm very surprised he didn't get on pup yeah. not because of the fact that he can go out here and run routes all day long right and he's still gonna still gonna be in the back of his head how am I running this route? How am I planning? How am I coming out of my break? Like all those things are going to be on the forefront of his mind as he's running the route with nobody guarding him. Then all of a sudden you put somebody on him to shadow him. That's going to be the next introduction. Just shadow him. Don't touch him. Right. And then you're going to ask somebody, okay, go ahead and put your hands on him a press little him. bit. Go ahead and press him. Right. Yeah. And now he's going to have to fire those quick twitch muscles and and do things in natural response that, he, that you're no longer thinking about. And then you're going to ask him to, oh yeah, by the way, this person's going to be leaning against you as you try to break or you're going to have to put your foot in the ground while this person is Push holding you back. Them. Like, there's so many angles and resistance points, and, and the knee is a part of it all. Oh, so, yeah. So people's, sure. people's expectations, Godwin's not playing. And if he does play, he's going to be out there as a, as a, a decoy. You know, as a decoy. When Gallup gets back, Gallup's going to be pretty much a decoy at first, most most likely. You know, it just it's gonna take a while, not only the physical aspect, but the mental aspect for these guys to feel like they're any any form or fashion a part of what they used to be. So he's about seven months removed from his ACL crazy. surgery. And obviously it's gone very well with Britt. Um but that's why they're going to ramp him up, like what you're saying. They're, right. He's going to test all that stuff as he ramps up into practice, and then we'll see you know, how quickly he can get into games. They, obviously, they're hopeful that before the fourth game of the season he's back, but they'll just see how it goes, obviously. They're, but that's why Jerry said on the fan a couple weeks ago, if it were the Super Bowl, yeah, we could trot him out there. But to your point, like that's why there, there would be risk involved because mm -hmm. he hasn't played football, yeah. you know? He hasn't even practiced, really. Cowboys are just reserved to not do what the Bucks might be about to do in reference to their one of their top wide receivers coming off of a torn ACL. The Cowboys are reserved to say, hey, you know what? We're more comfortable not playing Michael Gallup in week one. Whereas the Bucs are saying, oh, big game, Sunday night on the road. <laughs> How you feeling? Can yeah, you go? are you yeah. ready? Yeah. Can you go? Nobody touch him, though. But can you go? It's To Isaiah's point, I think it's more of a decoy. Um, if he is out there, 
that's not going to be the focal point. The focal point will remain Mike Evans. And like I spoke on yesterday, that slot, yeah. you know, talking about Russell Gage, you know, he was limited yesterday with that hamstring. He's not 100% either. So, you know, and I think that's really from a passing attack standpoint versus the passing defense, I think that's got to be where you draw the red circle. Real quick, this is a quote from Todd Bowles yesterday. Mm-hmm. said, I don't want him out there before it's time, talking about Godwin. If he's healthy and he's ready to go and they clear him and everybody feels he's ready to go and completely 100%, then you take a shot. Anything less than that, I'd rather him sit. So, well, yeah. it can't be 100% if you won't. He's still wearing the non-contact jersey. Yeah, that's, that's clearly indicative of a guy being, being less than 100%. Yeah. 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 So. Maybe a little gamesmanship from Tampa. You never know. Just throwing maybe, them out yeah. there. Maybe you'll see him, Cowboys. Yeah, maybe so. Um, let's talk about the let's talk about the run game a little bit. And we teased this going into the last break, but Cowboys have the one-two punch of of Tony Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, both of those guys healthy, ready to roll. What do you expect out of them on Sunday, Isaiah? Do they need to set the tone early? Are they trying to establish the ground game to get their offensive line? A little bit of help. I mean, where are we where are we thinking with the run game early on, and how can they be successful? I want to go right behind Tyler Smith, right off the bat. Okay, right off the bat, freaking hey, little young fella, we're coming right behind you. Figure it out, figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I don't care who lines up over you. We'll bring you some help. We're gonna bring some help with you, right? We'll put Dalton over there, right? We'll we'll bring some motion. We'll go to a heavy set, whatever we need to do. But we're coming at you, mm-hmm. and you're gonna, gonna be a welcome to the NFL moment because we need you. And we need you to figure this thing out. And we can't have you out there playing with question marks over your head. This is real-time football now. This is not the preseason. This is in college. You're not playing guard. You're playing tackle. You're going to face the best that every defensive line has. Best believe you're going to see 50 lined up over him. Don't think that just because he's playing tackle now that you're not going to see 50 Mm -hmm. over him. Them boys will move him around. So he will get tested. So you might as well test the defense first. Don't be on the receiving end of it. They need to be aggressive, and I think Kellen Moore needs to be very deliberate and, and, and persistent in his approach to this running game. I wouldn't go that route simply because, unlike week one a year ago, that Zach Martin guy is back on the field. Right? So, inarguably the best player mm-hmm. run on your team. Him. Yep. Best player on the team. Run behind yeah. him, probably on the field. On Sunday, I mean, there's that I, guy named, named Tom Brady. That guy was pretty good too. <laughs> yeah, who's not named Tom Brady? If you're going to try to establish the run, if that's going to be your game plan, run behind Zach Martin. That's how you establish it. Zach's going to create the lane for you right there, and then you can try to the misdirection. But the the main thing here is let's find out how truly committed or not so committed the Cowboys are to putting Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott on the field at the same time. You have to keep the linebackers guessing. You have to keep this the defensive line for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers trying to figure out which one of these guys are going to get the handoff. And is either of them going to get the handoff? Mm-hmm. Could this just be that both of them are decoys? And the fact that you have to keep guessing like that, it takes reaction time away. It robs precious fractions of a second away from, can you break left or do you need to go back right? Uh, you know, Do you need to drop in coverage or do you need to cheat forward? Every one of those fractions of a second matters because that translates to a three-yard gain or turns a three-yard gain into a six-yard gain and so forth and so on. So I think, number one, if – if if you're going to try to establish the run, I do like trying to set up the dominance and trying to kind of go at them and, and set that tone. If you're going to do that, it has to be behind Zach Martin. Mm-hmm. But in addition to that, it's time to truly commit. This is the game to truly commit to tandem sets 
with both Zeke and Pollard, and you got to keep Devin White and those guys guessing. Tyler Bowles has seen a whole lot, much like Dan Quinn has. It's going to be difficult to disguise certain things, so don't disguise it. Just run a bunch of weapons out there yeah. and say, guess. Where's yeah. Waldo? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm running behind Zach, too, but I, I, I hear what you're saying because it's you, you want to get him some confidence, Tyler Smith. And let him know, okay, we, we trust you. We can run behind. Let him feel the game a little bit in his first game. But I, as, I, as I mentioned in the first segment, that not having Zach last year was a big reason Huge. why I think they were hesitant yeah. to run the football. Mm-hmm. Um, to Pat's point, I'll say this. If there's any time for Tony Pollard to finally get involved in this offense like he, we yep. all have said he should be, this is it when you're looking at this receiving it's core. Science. And the lack of experience <laughs> that they have. And I'm not saying line him up out wide but do some different things, and I'll see your Tony and Zeke together, and I'll raise you, put Turpin on the field, too, mm. with them, and just make them figure out, what, 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 what am I going to do there. here? Yeah. Throw yeah. Oh, my gosh. Put, put a wildcat back there and just and let him ride. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. just get, get crazy. I don't agree. <laughs> I just don't agree. Shocking. It just, I love this, it when this, you don't agree, This by is the not way. the team to do that against. To, okay. To, to, you don't have an – what's your advantage? You don't want to get in a So you say you want to slow these guys down a fraction of a second. Okay, so they go from 4-3 to 4-4. So you know what I'm saying? So like, you, this is not the defense to the, where you gain an advantage by having TP and Zeke on the field simultaneously. When those guys are most likely going to be in a split back, and you're going to have to take a tight end off the field or a receiver off the field. That's not what you want to do against these guys. Your advantage is having, you know, Biadish, you know, Martin, T. Steele. Uh, Schultz and Ferguson lined up on the right side and being able to go downhill if you want to go behind those guys. Yeah, have one back back there and use that extra tight end to be able to combo block up to those linebackers so that you can now wall things off, kick the corner out, and now you have lanes. As soon as you put two backs back there, you have five linemen. You got five linemen going against a seven-man front. It's not, it's, not to your, it's not to your advantage. So you're saying it's more likely to outstrength and just power Absolutely. through than it is to outrun. You can't Tampa outrun. Bay. You can't outrun Tampa Bay. Not there's not their line. You can't even with I'm Vita Bay. I'm not trying to guess these guys. I mean, Vita Bay is uh, as strong as Vita Bay runs like a four seven. But strength wise, Vita Bay Vita Bay is one step behind Zeke right now. I think you can. But and, and I will also say this. I'm just I'm just being if I'm just being talking, real. If we're talking about forty numbers, right? <laughs> we're, we're not we're not talking about. Um, Straight line speed. So when you say, okay, well, <laughs> but you, but if you slow these guys down, I, uh, if you slow these guys down, you, your quote, you're saying, well, what are you taking them from? 4-3 to 4-4? Four, four? Yeah, but we're not talking straight line. We're talking about cha- con- constant I, I change hear in direction. You. And these guys constant. are agile. And I'm, I hear, and right. I'm saying, four, any, four, any other four, team. Three, that's top gear. Any other team. Jalen Smith ran a 4-4, four, four, but he couldn't change directions. These guys change directions. That's yeah. what I'm saying. These like Nate Dogg, so, can you outrun the linebackers from Tampa Bay? Not me. No, I'm, talking about, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about like putting putting Zeke and TP out there. We're talking about the advantage of Nate Newton. Everybody joining the yeah. show. This is our, I guess, our weekly appearance with Nate go. Newton. So he they, just pops in whenever they he made wants. a point about Sorry. you they, do whatever no, you do what you it. want. We love they, it. Made, they made a point about going twenty personnel, okay, and putting Zeke and Pollard on the field at the same time, and how that can confuse and even and even slow down the defense because for Tampa Bay for, for some more. wrinkles, not yeah, right, not consistent. No, no, understood. Consist. understood. And not, not everything's more. for wrinkles, right? Sure. I mean, everything's out there for wrinkles. But I'm saying it does not give you the advantage against a three-four defense with the caliber of speed of linebackers that these guys have. I would much rather come out in a twelve personnel and come downhill at these boys, combo blocks, work up to the next level, and now create some seams. That's my idea. You know, I, I, 
it's going to come down to just straight execution. I mean, because uh, this is what I believe is this defense with Coach uh, Bowles mm-hmm. uh, is the uh, he's the defensive coordinator. He's their head coach he, now. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. but he's the defensive coordinator. It's not much. <laughs> He has not seen. It is not much that these linebackers have not seen two backs. It's, it depends on how you start this game and how you crank it up, whether when you throw Zeke or Pollard in there, will it confuse them? You know, every, everything's going to have to be quick hitting. And I may not be answering you guys' question, but everything they're going to do have to be quick hitting because anything that's slow developing with those three or four guys, they got the, one of the fastest right. in the league. So <laughs> right. even if you're a, a smart guard and give them a head fake and throw them off, they recover it so Absolutely. quick. So we have to be more decisive and no, don't even try to play games with them. You got to get at them. And 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 I want to say this: they're going to have to get at us too. Right. So they're gonna have to, they're gonna have to get downhill because anything that's slow developing, they recover too well. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it ain't gonna confuse them about Zeke and Pollard. You know, it ain't. It, I, I would like for I think where they can get confused at is how you gonna use uh, Turpin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. That is where you can cause confusion. You put the weapons in front of them, and, and yeah. Ignate, it's what we're saying is it's not about trying to confuse them because literally right. before you came in, I said Bose yeah. has seen most mm-hmm. of it, if right. not all. It's about guesswork. It's not about the confusion because right. you're probably not going to show them anything they haven't already mm-hmm. seen. Mm-hmm. But if you have Tony and Zeke and let's say Turpin on the field at the same time, and of course you got Lamb on the field and you got Dalton Schultz out there, the question then becomes if you're Devin White, if you're Todd Bowles, if you're you know that, that Tampa Bay defense, who gets the ball? So that's the question. And that will take – fractions of a second away from your reaction time because it might misdirect over here. But and I see where you're going. Is. I see where he's trying to go. He, so you, you're talking about in the first quarter? Yeah. In the first – no, I'm serious. Yeah. In the first yeah. quarter, in the first half, Skip a lot of these questions can be have to be plays, answered because you didn't have no preseason. Right. Yep. So you don't know how you're going to use these guys. Right. But by, by that middle of that second quarter <laughs> – yeah, That's a different story. <laughs> that's a different story. <laughs> then you got to feel it out in the yeah. I, I, I like I like your shirt, man. I, you know, you, yeah, you know, you need – I'm going to tighten up your shave game, though. Nate Dogg. Oh! oh! <laughs> Shots fired. Bro, 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 I know we got to go to break here in a minute. Yeah. Nate Dogg. Oak Ripple we're, Lunch. We were talking about it. We were talking about establishing Let's do it on the other side of the break. On the other side of the break. Yeah, let's do it on the other side of the break. This is how it's the well. This is how you're welcome to the team. It's all good. starts making fun of what you're wearing. It's all good. to me. I gave props on his shirt. I know. Friday the 13th. With all due respect. He builds you up, and then he just tears you up. If you say with all due respect, you can say whatever you want after that. <laughs> I knew it was coming. It's always the back. All right, let's go to break. When we come back, more Nate Newton, and we wrap things up here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee. Little Sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. 
Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The Cowboys Way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more. Do more Essilor on Talking Cowboys. Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips, Patrick Walker, Nate Newton. Kyle Yeomans. Nate Dog. Nice to meet you. That was sweet, man. But that right there, that'll make me look at these glasses just so how sweet you put that out there, bro. <laughs> Boy, and it's, yeah. it's, it's fun because, one, we love our friends over at Essilor. Love them. This all up except for Rob with glasses. Mm. Um, it. Yeah. <laughs> it's been two years. Right. Yeah, okay. well, two years. Going. Come get your go get your glasses. Going. He got his wallet. I got a lot of bleep. He got his wallet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 41, man. Got a lot of bleep. <laughs> lot All right. Of bleep but on, yeah, I, our friends over at Essilor are great. And then we have the the antics from Isaiah. Gotta have him, gotta, have yeah. gotta give you your sponsor some love. Yeah. So you guys do that Watch on this. hanging. Hanging with the boys. Oh, man. If we ever talk football, it's like, what, two minutes? <laughs> it's all about just having fun and, you know, wow. I need, I need, I know you're a truck guy. I need Ford to shoot me that lightning. That's what I need. They know mm. I'm, a, I'm an electric guy. Yes, you I are. need a Ford Lightning. Has, oh, that's I know. To be a, you think Ford? they're just going to drive that hey, up for you? Hey, Ford, your boy drives electric. He's been driving electric for six years. Yes, sir. He's the head of the you? game. I got you. He was head of the game. That's it. Goodness. Yeah. You heard it. Yep, heard it here first. All right, Nate, we were we were just about to ask you a question in yeah. terms of what you would do. Yeah, so Nate, though, we, prior to you walking in, you know, Pat, you know, Project Pat and I were arguing over how do you establish the run, and and, and Rob P backed backed up Pat P in terms of saying if you're going to establish the run that they would in the beginning of the game that means establish right. We, we right. would go behind Big Martin mm-hmm. right. because that's your sure thing, right? Mm-hmm. He wasn't there last year. Get you want to get a boat of confidence for this offense? You go behind him, and I I disagreed in the sense where I would say at the very beginning of the game. Tyler Smith, we're coming right behind you. I would tell him in the huddle, and, the, and as soon as the kickoff happens, TV timeout happens, we're coming right behind you. Matter of fact, in the meetings on Saturday night, I'm telling them, you know, in the first 15, Tyler, these first couple snaps, we come right behind you. What would you, what would be your take on that? Uh, either way, either way, but you have to just establish the run. Yep. 
And these don't have as long as you don't have negative runs. Yes. And even if we go with the young guy first, just tell him be sure. Get something on the guy. That is what Coach Wise have always told us. If we're gonna open up this thing, the first thing you can't have is a is a offensive coordinator. Oh, we're second and ten or we're second and uh eleven or twelve. Now that ain't happening for the next two series, the run game. So what you got to do is two, be two to three yards plus. Mm-hmm. And if you get the young guy going and get him some rhythm, it's going to help on the pass too. But with the with the sure thing veteran, I would have him cracking down yep. on Ville mm-hmm. and trying yeah, to have, have my guard come pull. around yeah, and absolutely. get a pull and get up and get up into them linebackers. Because you, like you can do that with a 3-4 yeah. front. You have yeah. an opportunity to run some power yeah. and some counters. Yes. But, wow, boy, you own it, man. Yeah, so what, wow, what, what you is own it. <laughs> I like that, man. So how important is it for a young offensive lineman to gain confidence early on in his first game? And then how does a young offensive lineman gain confidence? This is is everything. It's always easier to run. It's always easier to run because uh, for some reason, the guy don't want to lose this. Not early in the game. Defenses don't want to lose their gap integrity Mm -hmm. early in the game. So if you want to get at them, here's the time to get at them. Because once they figure you out, once they get their tail, just like playing poker, once they see that tail, I'm not going to arm over this guy and get back. He going to duck his head or he going to do this. Uh, We can see the weight of his hands. He he can't change direction. So don't give him a chance to read you. Because when the game open, unless they see something on film, when the game open, everybody go, Coach, keep your – hey, no big plays, no big plays. That's what they preach. Stay in your lane. Lane integrity. But after that right there, like I said, about the second quarter – come around, everybody start feeling one another. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because there's so many question marks up front. That first quarter is going to be massive because you yes, need to get off huge, to a good man. start, yeah. and you're going to have to do it with question marks up front. You can give him all the confidence in the world, or you can wreck his confidence That's right exactly off the bat. exactly yes. the right thing. And guess what Tampa Bay is going to try and do? <laughs> Absolutely. They're going to go right at him, too. Absolutely. Yeah, wow. This will be interesting. Nate, thanks for stopping by, hey, man. man. Every time I come by here, somebody talking about these fat guys. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I hate his fat. Oh, you slim and trim now, Nate. You slim and trim. <laughs> Uh, Nate, who wins tonight? Oprah. Who wins tonight's game? The the Rams and the uh, the Bills. Who wins? Uh-oh. Number 99. Rams. Ooh. So he's taking the Rams so and Aaron Don- Donald. Okay, Donald. Yep. There's, right. there's a 45 behind him now, too, by the mm, way. Yeah, there is. Yeah. All right, guys. That does it for us here on Talking Cowboys. When we come back tomorrow, it is Project Pat's first ever Say It With Your Chest Friday. Woo! So we say it with our chest here on Talking Cowboys. We'll be back again tomorrow. For Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, Chris Beam, and, of course, Nate Newton joining us here on Talking Cowboys. I'm Kyle Yeomans. We'll see you tomorrow, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?